podcast where mostly every week we police the mean streets of the internet because hey somebody's got to do it and then we let you be the judge the jury and the executioner in the court of public opinion coming to you live from neo chicago i'm officer kevin i'm officer grant most of the time what's up grant most of the time i'm officer grant and the rest of the time i'm sally okay let's give a quick thank you to our guest from last week Donnie Sapphire. Hooray. Yeah. And let's give a <laughs> let's give a big warm welcome to a brand new guest to the show, Alex Patak. How's it going, man? What's up, everybody? It's the it's the commissioner. <laughs> yeah, you could be like a commissioner Gordon. He was cool. That's the only commissioner I can actually think of. So I want to be one of the I guess is a chief different than a commissioner? It's been a while since I've been on the force. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't know. I, I have a very minimal understanding of how the ins and outs of the actual police department um, outside of like it shows. Well, yeah, TV shows, uh, films, honestly, my video my games best and all that. understanding of it is in the context of like where in the world is Carmen San Diego, And those were all just like completely made up, just like you've achieved the level of super sleuth. And it's like there's no police officer that's mm-hmm. called a super sleuth. You Damn it, Super that. Sleuth. <laughs> he tore down that entire street brick by brick. <laughs> I think it goes maybe the way like a, com- a commissioner can be a chief, but a chief isn't always a commissioner. So it's more of like, like an a, umbrella term. Yeah, like a like a riddle almost. A oh, riddle okay, of the that's law. Fun. Wrapped in an You see, that's what we got. We got to solve. We got to solve this whole uh, this police issue. We got it's just riddles. Riddles to be solved. So, Alex, you are a comedian mm. and writer out of New York City. Uh, you are also a man of the podcast. You host a couple podcasts of your own. Uh, Ballin' Out Super, which is a Dragon Ball Super podcast with a general anime focus, if you want to talk about <laughs> that a little bit. Oh, sure. It is actually because we finished every episode of Dragon Ball Super, now a Dragon Ball Z Kai podcast, which okay. uh, I can't believe either that... I've been doing it that long, but I did. And we finished <laughs> all the episodes. Um, yeah. If you've ever heard that show, you'll note that uh, there's very little Dragon Ball in it until the recap portion. And it's kind of just like a talk show. So I, I the anime fan inside of me wants to know, uh, what do you prefer? Regular DBZ or DBZ Kai? Oh, okay. So this is tough because uh, we, we're on the episodes where they're fighting the Ginyu squad right now. 
And they're cutting out some juicy stuff. Like that whole part where Goku moves so fast, he leaves after images that you try to punch, but they're not really there. That's completely cut out. But at the same time, the efficiency you're trading in for, like you're done fighting Raditz in like three episodes, like into the whole show. There's... There's this feeling you have watching Dragon Ball normally, which is just like a businessman across the world taking your time and lighting it on fire that is just gone <laughs> from this new new edit, which I approve of. I'm going to say Kai is probably a better show. Yeah. You, you may miss out on a couple things. I, From what I understand, the uh, driver's license episode isn't in there. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. If I want to watch the driver's license episode, I'll go find the driver's license episode. I don't want right. to be like in the middle of an Android uh, 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 telenovela that gets interrupted with a driver's license plot. That always drove me up the fucking wall. You know, can what? you curse on to- this? Are we like, does this go to the police? How does this work? No, no, we are the police. Well, you can say whatever yeah. you want, really. It's a, it's a free country. There's no deplatforming or anything. We we just, uh, yeah. Free, oh, okay, free, so it's free, like if you're on the police, you can like murder and stuff. Exactly, it's like a double negative. Like okay, yeah, I get yeah. you. <laughs> you know the the uh, thing that uh, I remember the most, like when I think back to Dragon Ball Z, is how long Goku was in the underworld for, which was like sort of an interesting story arc. But everyone's like, oh, it took him however long to beat Frieza. It's like Goku was in the underworld for fucking uh after he got killed uh the first time by raditz he was in there for like 12 episodes or something it was forever yeah, it's like six running hours of goku meeting demons that don't come back again and guess what dragon ball z kai doesn't even happen he's just on that snake road for like three episodes a very manageable amount of time and then we're back to what we're doing god he's on snake road for fucking like it doesn't he like get sent to the beginning again at some point isn't doesn't something he falls he off falls and he gets off. sent to the beginning it's due to insane. his hubris because he flew too close to the sun i think it <laughs> is because he starts like jumping between the snake curls yeah, yeah. It, like, it like all goes to his head he's like I'm, I'm shaving off a few minutes with these snake curls he calls them snake curls that's sick sick fuck <laughs> uh but yeah he falls down they make him restart and uh you could just have its own kind of postmodern. Uh, mini series that's just Goku on Snake Road where that's the whole show. Like that could have been carved out and turned into its own property. Right. And that's what we're all wanting for. But I would say, honestly, if you want the definitive experience, just read the manga. It's pure. Nerd. Succinct. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, But Alex, you're also a co-host of another podcast, Pod Damn America. Uh, Another one of your co-hosts, Jake Flores, was on the show some time ago. Uh, How long have you been doing that for? Hmm. Um. What year is it? Let me check. I don't remember. Twenty twenty. I think two and a half years. It's confusing because I had a very similar show before that was just me and Anders and uh, mm-hmm. Ragov R.I.P. And uh, yeah, we were doing just like news of the week kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. we had a much smaller audience. And then that ended because we kind of hit a listener cap, and then the entire show jumped ship to Jake's show. And I eventually ended up joining that. So it's kind of like okay. a, a, a haze as to when one ends and the other begins. But yeah, yeah, it's sort of like uh, Grant. What were we talking about the other day? Like the difference between uh, Gogeta and um, what was and the Vegito. other form? Like, yeah, 
Yes, exactly. I couldn't exactly. think it's of a, f- a better analogy. This is someone who's read the manga. <laughs> uh, guy, we were just talking earlier, Grant, about um, DBZ, weren't were we? Were we? I don't, I don't know what day were it is, you? I'll be completely honest. Yeah. You know what? <laughs> Let's just huh. cut that out, Swick. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll never know. Anyway, I'll never know what you were talking about. We'll cut it back in here. Uh, we got a little bit of show news of our own. Uh, we've been streaming on Twitch every Sunday night and Tuesday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thoughtcops. Uh, Grant, you were playing some Celeste last night. Yeah, and I, was, I was getting uh, I was getting awful angry, awful angry at the at the Celeste, not just the game, but I'm also uh, I'm also very angry with you, Kevin, because you you do these these uh, Twitch streams where you'll rank family guy members and you'll have like 10 people watching you and I'll be playing Celeste and I'll be like clawing my eyeballs out, losing every single level, dying a thousand times. And I'll have like two people watching me. I mean, the people want family guy. That's not clear enough. I'm right. You can't have it on all the time. Sometimes you have to take a step back and review. We should play that family guy Xbox game. I'm down. But remember that fucking, that horrible, like, what was that? Yeah, I just, totally missed that. Was it was it like on par with a Simpsons level game? So much worse. What did you do? Yeah, it was. I, I've only seen clips from it, and there was like this, like I, if I recall correctly, there was like an episode where you play as Stewie and he's a school shooter <laughs> or something. What? And that's like that's that's mild from the clips I saw. I mean, it's it's horrific stuff, and the gameplay looks absolutely. Yeah, tragic. there was one level where like you go around and you shoot all of the disabled people. Is like the purpose of the level <laughs> hey yeah. i'm already laughing um, yeah you know I, and it's, it's kind of better that it's bad though what if you were like yeah there's this there's a level where stewie shoots up a school and it just feels really smooth it's something yeah, it's I hard mean, they, to put down yeah <laughs> the collision physics are just could yeah. you imagine columbine 2 happening and then they're like oh what, what were these kids doing that made them shoot up this school and it's like they were playing the family guy video game yeah. God, Not yeah. only can I imagine it, I can just <laughs> reference one of the one thousand school shootings a year that has happened since Columbine. <laughs> one of them has to be because of the Family Guy video game. Right, right. Chances are. So yeah, we should play that sometime. But yeah, if you want to check us out on Twitch, we're playing we're playing all kinds of stuff. So yeah, give us a follow if you got a uh, Twitch Prime account. Uh, give us a subscribe too. Why don't you? And hit that bell. Hit I think that there's bell. a bell on Twitch that'll alert you when yeah. we go live. I'm st- we're still working on the ins and outs of how the whole platform works. We've been doing it for what two years, Grant, and we still yeah. don't know. Something when you so, guys yeah. use Twitch and like you go online, does it work? Because in my history, it's just been people staring at a gray static screen while me and my friends scramble in the background for three hours and people slowly <laughs> leave. And, you know, at first yeah. it was, and then we had to uh, figure out some settings in terms of um. I don't know. It was like there, some stuff was playing at a higher rate than it was supposed to. We just had to lower it enough to where it was like, OK, this is manageable. So it's okay. a good time. We got a chat. People come hang out and talk to us and kind of give their input about, you know, maybe Lois is S tier. I don't I don't particularly agree, but that's Goof, you know, there's sir. no way Lois is S tier. She's high. Yeah. That's ridiculous. They don't they don't write her to be an S tier character. You know, they she, don't. she yeah. gets one episode in 10 and it's always like she's the straight man. Usually she's she's the hot yeah. wife of the fat guy. That's the classic uh, sitcom storyline. That's King of Queens right there. 
She's they get like she they had that one a few episodes where she does something like like run for mayor or something like the nine yeah. eleven episode where she just keeps saying nine eleven right. and people elect her. Yeah, that's Lois at the top of her game, but she's never like fighting. Uh, the is it the monkey on the bus? There's a monkey in Chris's chicken. room. Peter oh, fights a chicken. chicken. Yeah, it's all coming back to me. <laughs> <laughs> No, there was a crate. There was an evil monkey, and that Chris had in his closet, and <sighs> and Peter would fight the giant chicken. Now, the so, see, this is why Family is Guy's funnier than The Simpsons. Character. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> evil monkey. Yeah, evil monkey. He's extremely random and evil. So, and if, we love if you're listening to your podcast at home, uh, go ahead and check off the part of the bingo card that says uh, "brings up Family Guy on Bot Cops." Yeah. Go ahead and check that part off. Anyway, let's move right along with the rest of the show. We can check off more of your bingo Wait, I, card. I got I got another show news. Oh, I, I was in the background of a "Be Nice to Me" productions video. Uh, That's 34 right. Four-year-old well, man well. memorizes base, baseball statistics in his free time. I was guy in the background staring at phones sadly, pouring yeah, himself that. a beer. That was my best acting yet. Go ahead and watch that. You were really born to play that role. I yeah. was. That's most of what I do is pour myself a beer and sit sadly and look at my phone. You see, they probably saw that and they were like, yeah, let's let's give Grant a call. Let's cast this guy. Just yeah. getting yourself amped yeah. up like there's, you, know, you might be doing this on screen one day. Look down. <laughs> yeah, I method drag and it. drop. So moving right along to our uh, very famous, very favorite part of the show. Two minutes of hate. But we like to blanket punish all that annoying random crap we see on the internet every single day when we're looking at our phone, scrolling in the background of a video. So my two minutes of hate this week is there are way too many video essays on YouTube. Okay, so this all came about, you know, I you watch like one video like I watched a um, I watched a video about Better Call Saul the other day and then my entire algorithm was like. 17 videos of like what will happen in season six and it's the same thing like i was scrolling and i had a video recommended to me it was like it was called the the decline of veggie tales the video was <laughs> the, the video was almost 90 minutes long I, I i didn't i didn't click on it because i was like there is no way no way possible this can be 90 minutes nearly uh, but it's out there and people watch this stuff. And it's the same thing with every time a new Star Wars movie comes out, every time a new Marvel movie comes out, there's always like a million of these videos with like a cinematic disaster. Star Wars is yada, yada, yada. And it's like this. It's like a picture of the movie with like uh, the guy, the YouTube channels, like cartoon avatar over it. And like his avatar <laughs> is like 50 pounds leaner than how he looks in real life. <laughs> way, way to subtweet a fucking guy that was on the show once. <laughs> no, I honestly I'm not even I'm not even talking about him. His avatar is accurate to his real life proportions. That's, I'm talking uh, about Yeah. No, I'm just talking the, about everything else. Just the fact that you brought up uh the Star Wars being a cinematic failure. <laughs> okay. And it's also it, it's a lot of these videos where it's like, hey, remember that cartoon from the 90s? It is way darker than you thought it oh, was. Oh, God. So I actually, hate that shit, man. So actually, actually, SpongeBob takes place uh, in, in the nuclear apocalypse, and it's like, we, you know, we all heard this on, you know, we all heard, saw this tidbit. It's like, we, do we have to constantly have a new video about this every single month? So right. there's just too many of them. There's too many video essays. We Vi got to stop it. Video essays are something I never would have guessed would develop into its own economy, you know? Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Because the the SpongeBob is actually fascist brand video, 
just in terms of numbers compared to, let's say, a podcast is always a media breakthrough. There's like one million views at least on every half ass like a compilation bid. I don't know. I just I hate them. I I can't imagine. One million people being like, yes, I knew it. I knew that sponge was trash. I mean, here's the the worst part is I'm guilty of it. I'm guilty of giving these things views constantly. I mean, granted, if you remember the uh, for the Fourth of July little get together we had, Boy, we got drunk. I. We got drunk, and I put on a, uh, a a retrospective of Super Mario Sunshine that I made you watch. I was so lost at that point, I couldn't even with my words accurately describe to you to turn it off. Like I couldn't convey that message. I was, I was thinking it. I was like, "Why, why TV on the the um, Mario? Why do Kevin?" At the same time, though, I just have to know what their thoughts on Super Mario Sunshine was. Right, right. And the thing about it, though, is like I don't know about you guys, but during quarantine, I have felt myself regressing hardcore. Yeah, like I feel like I'm just going back to like things I knew I like where it's like, oh, this brought me happiness when I was such and such age. And I like this in college, yada, yada, yada. And it's like, yeah, I turn on the news. I look outside. I whatever. And it's like, yeah, I don't want to I don't want to focus on this stuff anymore. I want to I want to I want to focus on something that I know (laughs) I enjoy. And the worst part is when I watch it now and I don't enjoy it because I'm so depressed about everything else in the world. So I tend to watch a lot of these video essays where it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I, m- I remember this cartoon. I wonder I wonder how it's uh, has fascist undertones so I cannot like it anymore. But it's all this stuff where I'm revisiting media that I liked for a long time. And then I'll sit around and I'll watch like I watch a guy like unbox a bunch of figurines from like, oh, I remember this toy I had, you know, when I was a kid. And it's just like, you know, that's that's just how I've been coping. And a lot of that has been video essays, but the more I look, it's like the more of them I watch, my my recommended videos are just completely flooded. And I'm like, there are way too many of these. I just feel I feel like there's no good ones. I feel like they're all just like either telling you things you already know or expounding upon theories that are like inherently stupid and told by people that are like somehow less charismatic than I am. And I'm like. I sh- I could be making one of these and I I don't even want to because I I think that it's like a stupid like thing. I think that they're stupid. You can't do it if your heart's not in it. Yeah. They'll the viewer will know. They'll know he right. doesn't really think Super Mario Sunshine is fascist. <laughs> He's just putting on a show so he can get yeah. more gigs as man texting in the background. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's a tough uh compromise to make though re- like the the logic of it. Uh, regressing in the quarantine because there's a part of your brain that's like, well, I'm never going to get to retire. So I got to knock that out right now. But you know what I used to love is Gundam wing models. Maybe we can get those back and uh, we can still save this thing. We have a good 60 more years of Gundam models. Let's get them together. If I order now, I'll beat the other kids. Uh, for, I think that's actually former guest, oh, former ahead, guest and friend of the show, uh, Brandon Kirkman, uh, famously brought up how many Gundam models he was uh, creating in his spare time during quarantine. That was his thing. Mm-hmm. Did he? Did he have any pics or anything? Yeah, <laughs> no, he, I never. He yeah. was putting. I, them up I on made Instagram, like maybe two so. in my entire mm-hmm. life. I can't imagine having my own fleet. 
<laughs> he's he's got he's got a fleet on his shelf, but he says his wife limits it to a certain amount. You know, only only so many are allowed to be out. Of course, it's a taken man. <laughs> you can't have him for your own. <laughs> uh, so that's all the best ones are taken. Uh, so actually, Alex, you brought up a good point about retirement because I think that's a good punishment. Here is there are there's so much content. Like especially right now, people are making content and putting shit out because God, there's nothing else to do. So we also have to have time to consume content because everything sucks right now. I say we should get to retire now. So all I have to do, I can quit my job and I can sit there and all I have to do is watch about like how Adventure Time takes place a thousand years in the future when the uh, when the pandemic happened and everybody's dead and it's all it's much, much darker than you remember. Right. You'll be very well read on the subject. Yes. We'll all be experts in our own tiny field. Extremely specific knowledge of cartoons. That's that's how I want to go out. That's that's all I need. But over time, we will like they'll stop making the cartoons because of the quarantine, and then and then you will eventually analyze advent- all the Adventure Times, and then you just have to analyze the analyses, and then no one's going to be on board for that one. Uh, you'd be surprised. <laughs> there's there's still plenty of that too. It's it's a it's a winding. That's road, my man. least favorite form of media right now is uh like review reviews. Those are popping up. I, I, if I, I will make my own review when I watch the review. Thank you. I have to ask you, too, as podcasters, do you feel like your turf has been infringed on in the last six months? By Bill Clinton, you mean? By Bill Clinton. Uh, yeah. The office ladies. The office ladies are hosting their own <laughs> thought cops. Right. Yep. They have two minutes of hate, and it's always about Dwight <laughs> and the pranks he plays around the office. <laughs> Oh, we're aware. We're aware. It's uh, got it started like honestly about a year ago, wasn't yeah. it? Grant with uh, Conan, Conan starting his own podcast. Yeah, the, uh, around the time that we did the first live show, I brought that in as that was my two minutes of hate during the live show. Right. Like, oh. I understand that celebrities are eventually going to commoditize and cannibalize this space like they do everything else because they have more power than us. And that's a that's a trajectory that was going to happen. But specifically what uh, irks me just as like a low level performer in New York who's been doing stand up for six years is I've been on my like uh, secret grind doing podcasts this whole time while my friends do live shows all the time and they're hitting mics every night. But now they can't and they're all making podcasts. And I'm like, you monster, you stay away from my takes. This is my special zone. <laughs> yeah, I hear that. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, it, it is a fair, like amongst all the content you can be making right now, it, podcasting is a relatively easy one to do. Just sit down with a couple buds, talk about uh, Super Mario Sunshine you know, it, for 90 minutes and wrap it up. It's easy, but I don't think that it's easy to do well. You know, like. I, oh, no. For, for yeah, the, we're, I mean, we're still figuring for it the out. I've never audience. done a good podcast. <laughs> for the modest audience we have though it, it's one of those things where it's like at least we see the same people like tuning in and like interacting with us and stuff like that but like there's so many like just like really terrible podcasts out there and you listen to them and you're like jesus what what even is this what do you what are you, what well, are you like, doing? What did you think a podcast was when you made it? I feel like it's the question I'm asking right. myself a lot of like, there's a lot of dead yeah. air in here and you guys don't seem to know what you're going to talk about. Or the the go-to move if you're like an open mic comedian, you make a podcast is our podcast is just guys hanging out. It's like, <laughs> there's a million of those. <laughs> think about this for five minutes before you make the shirts. 
Well, it's like, okay, okay. What, about, what if it was guys hanging out and uh, they talked about movies? Yeah, but oh, the movie boys. Hey, hit like and subscribe on the movie boys and we'll send you some of our cum popcorn. <laughs> I feel I'm like- already making and it's cum like, popcorn <laughs> pins. I feel like we're subtweeting like every single one of the like former people that have been on. I can think of like 12 podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, fuck it. Who cares? I mean, that's not like, even. They're allowed to do right. it. I just, I, I, for their sake, they should think of like a theme before you start the thing. Yeah, comma, not for human consumption. Maybe consider a theme before <laughs> no, you just shove no. four guys into a room and <laughs> just drink beers and hang out with your friends, you morons. Wait, I thought there was like 17 guys. On uh, I think it's, uh, I think the current number is up to 23. 23 of their closest friends. It could be higher. I'd I'll say it. it's too many guys. <laughs> too many guys all at the same time yeah. or in shifts. It's okay if it's in shifts. <laughs> I want to say it's all at the same time, but that's a good point. Every podcast does have a guy ceiling. You know, you can only have so many before it becomes too Before much. your guy level is overwhelming. No, there's a sweet exactly. spot of guys and the answer is four. Anything five guys is chaos. Yes. I have recorded many chaotic five guys casts. Let me just say, if you have five guys... Perhaps you should stick to hamburgers. Got them. Oh, yes. Get them, King. <laughs> get them. Speaking of uh, get them, King, uh, Alex, do you have a uh, two minutes of hate this week? Sure. I feel like I just did one unrelated that I didn't think about before. Have a second. <laughs> have a second. Uh, uh, the other one I came up with, I'm going to admit it. I did not spend as much time uh, planning as I should nah. have because I got stuck playing games on my phone. But uh, <laughs> this is the new sad trend in my life. And it is kind of similar to uh, Kevin's thing. Um, So since the quarantine started and I had all that time where I was producing shows back open, Mm -hmm. I had to fill that time. And uh, the way I filled it is I got back into MOBAs. So I started playing Smite again. Oh boy. And I got some, got some uh, rowdy lads to join a Smite team so we can five man. And that's really fun. That was like one of the better ways I stayed social for the first month or two when it felt really crazy but it did lead to me going back and looking up guide videos for these video games which is something i hadn't been looking at for years Mm -hmm. and i think especially for mobas one of the like worst produced forms of media i have consumed in years if you if you're like a good moba player you don't have to have a personality at all you just turn on the camera you just start saying slurs or whatever and you're like that's what you gotta know about artemis she's a bitch and then people are like 1000 likes and i'm like following them because i need the tips and shit and they're just they're just <laughs> in my life now and i have to vouch for that and i just feel like it's brought me low man yeah, we've had a couple people on the show say that, uh, yeah, they've they've gone back to MOBAs during the quarantine. I had to look up what MOBAs was. I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. As a gamer American, I failed the podcast once again. Yeah, I'm sending you to Thought Jail, my friend, on your own show. This, this sucks. Oh. MOBAs have never come up on here? No, we have. I just don't think we've used the right. acronym. Oh, okay. That's our word. <laughs> MOBAs. Classic. <laughs> It's, I don't think people talk about them as much. There's not as much of like a hot commodity as they were in like 2012. Right. Yeah, yeah. Like League of Legends was... Uh, I played League else. of Legends a little bit. I got very into Dota. Um, and the problem you have with those in general, and this hasn't been a, as big a thing because I'm older and I know to set limits on myself now, but uh, if you just tell a group of people you want to play video games at some point today, 
they'll all contact you at different times and you'll play a little bit all day and then be like, oh no, it's been eight <laughs> hours of me playing Dota and I was supposed to feed my baby and now it's dead. Rest in peace. Uh, so Alex, what was your punishment? Ah, uh, my punishment. Is there a punishment? I'm, I'm reading the, I'm re- I'm explain the punishment really quick. I will have one. Yeah, just whatever whatever thing that you don't like here. Um, the I guess you're saying these uh, MOBA content creators, basically. Yes, the or game content the idea, creators yeah. who are now part of my life. Oh, what is the punishment for them? Yeah, I guess like if you could just punish them for saying, you know, just the idea that they have to be in your life mm-hmm. and like just your your direction of anger their way to say like you will be punished this way. Um, I guess if I had to punish them. I would make them characters in the games they play so that they're forced into a never-ending series of battles. Oh, boy. Yeah. Where death is no release, <laughs> and they're just brought back again and again for the rest of Terrifying. time. Yeah, like 13-hour shifts. Too. Yeah. Like people, yeah. At least Aren't until their crystal in- is destroyed, and God knows what happens after that part. It's tragic. Yeah, because people in uh, like well, the Korea play those games at like internet cafes for, like what, days yeah. on end or something? For sure. Uh, well, they all take a long ass time, is the thing. Except League of Legends, which lets you surrender at ten, I think. Jeez, mm. Dota doesn't let you surrender, which leads to some very angry situations. God, that sounds God. dreadful. Uh, speaking of dreadful, Grant, what's your two minutes of hate? My two minutes of hate this week is, uh, you know, a couple. Actually, the episode when uh, Danny the Shadow Fork was on, I talked about uh, a thing that I didn't know how to phrase, and I called it the line. And the line was an introspective look at myself during these times of chaos when everything's just so like politically partisan and like there's all these awful things happening. And like as a comedian, my, you know, as a, as a comedian, uh, as an artist, my, my first instinct is like, I got to make a joke about this. I got to make a joke about this. And then like finding out like, like deleting tweets that I think that aren't funny. And like there, there's so much stuff that's happening nowadays that's like, it's just like not funny to me you know like people dying or like bad shit happening it's it's very depressing and you're like oh well let me try and make light of it but it's like things have gotten pretty grim and there's like nothing to make light of and a lot of these scenarios and you try to and it it's sort of you know it's finding finding the line of like what's what's acceptable what's not acceptable and not even from like a public standpoint but just from like my own personal standpoint of just like, I, I, I don't feel good about making a joke about this topic or this or anything like that. Um, so we, that's how you get likes past the need for satire. You're saying kind of like, eh, I, don't, I don't even know if that's the point. I don't, I don't really know what the point is. I didn't really fully flesh the idea out, I guess. Maybe that'll be my, uh, gotcha. my thesis paper is I, I write an entire video essay on what, what is exactly the line. Yeah, see, Ionet Ron in the chat here brings up a good point. See, I was capitalizing on the forest fires in California, <laughs> and I, I put a I put a post. It's, it was uh, my uncle sent me this picture from his front lawn in San Francisco this morning. So fucked up, and it's a picture of an orange square, just a solid orange square. Yeah, and that's then pretty he, funny. He retweeted me. He uh, he says, Kevin, people are dying. That is pretty good. <laughs> and that's, people are always dying. Yeah, that's and true. in his defense, he he did get my ass. He, he yeah. did. Your ass has been got. But I you think left thing, your ass out the window, son. The thing that like you're doing with that post, though, is you're referencing all of the people that have taken like the photos of California and then like put them in a lineup with um, 
like photos of Mandy, you know, like <laughs> yeah. you're referencing that you're not making fun of like the fires, but uh, like my issue is like a lot of like the, the black lives matter protests, like making some, like trying to find some sort of light in something and just being like, man, it's, it's just not, nothing's, nothing's worth redeeming in this conversation but also Wait, like grant are you, are you once again subtweeting somebody else who's been on the show before no, well no i'm i'm getting to that um <laughs> i'll say it dave chappelle, <laughs> dave he's chappelle gone too far he, this time you've been canceled. he's not coming back on this show i'll tell you that uh, but no the the point that i'm getting to is the the last time i i visited the line it was from a point of introspection uh this time as i'm revisiting the line it's from a point of uh out outrospection out sure Ooh. uh what's the that's one of the new spections that is just got it from a uh, best buy the new the new spection uh from a from a point of what from a point of <laughs> outrospection um the the line because uh as as i've become like maybe a little bit more sensitive to some of these topics and like you know not not really found anything that's worth like that's redemptive in like a comedic sense to be joking about this stuff. I feel like, uh, like maybe a lot of people that, uh, and like to clarify before I say a bunch of things that sound like poignant, this is nobody in particular, but it's a trend that I've noticed with a lot of people, which is just like making content out of this shit that like, isn't funny. And then demanding that people laugh at it because you're a comedian and you have this like, firewall between you and your audience and any joke you can say it's just jokes it's free speech i can say whatever i want and it's like yeah but your jokes like shitty and like it, it gets to the point where some of these people who are doing these shitty jokes and it's like i i, I don't care say whatever you want it's it's not going to affect me but i i certainly understand how it affects some people and how some people could get mad even if you're telling a joke but like it's gotten to the point with some stuff where like people getting harmed and shit has now become like a punchline. Like the comedy has gone from trying to make light of things that have happened to turning it into like bad, bad thing happens is joke. And it's just like, this is mm-hmm. not good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You're having a very human response to the situation. Damn it. That's what, you, that's what the guest last time said. <laughs> it it it's not that it's not that you you're against jokes, but right. it just seems like it it is a time for improving the situation and not jokes. Oh yeah, a little. Bit. And I think and too, I, there's yeah. just there's like a certain like, and I hate to get into the whole like punching up, punching down shit, but like there's a certain meanness to some of this shit where someone just like like uh, tweets a picture of someone and is just like, haha, look at this fucking idiot, and it's just like it, it's not like funny like you thinking that this is content of some sort that making light out of some of these scenarios and like just ragging on people and kicking them when they're down and like it's it's very depressing and it's just like i don't i don't find anything funny or like fucking redemptive about like what's what i'm seeing a lot of the times you know yeah and i know what we talked about before like off mic was a lot of these people like don't understand the concept of a take that like every joke for the, like, especially I mean, not every joke, but like jokes that are about especially current events in the news and right. stuff typically have like a personal take or opinion mm-hmm. on them. And all these people who are like, oh, I don't actually think this It's just a joke. This and that. But it's like you're 
the 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 POV here is like you're saying, you know, I I'm being super vague here, but you could be saying like such and such political thing is like bad and like that's sort of like the secret message behind what they're saying whether or not they even know it or worse off they do know right. it and they're just like guys it's jokes it's called comedy people lighten and up that, that's like the the i think that's sort of like the breaking point is when people do have like a certain agenda and they're trying to push an agenda through a joke that's like not really a joke and it's like at what point have you just become like sean hannity you know what i mean like at what points is it like just if, if you have like these fucking hot takes and stuff and you don't even want to bother constructing a joke about it and you just want to sort of like scream about things and call that content, like at what point do you just become a political pundit and that's your thing? And I'm fine with that if that's your thing. If you want to turn into like a Tim Pool sort of person, which like, yeah, Tim Pool's a fucking moron or whatever. But like if that's what you decide to do is like you're a political commentator now or whatever the fuck like. How can people have to do that? And they're like, they're still clinging on to like, this is entertainment. This is comedy. It's like, it's not fucking like comedy, you know? I don't, I don't know. So, yeah, I mean, to cap it all off, Grant, what the hell are you going to do all about right, it? I, yeah, I, what's the punishment, Grant? Yeah, I, I got a good one. Um, if if okay. you're guilty of this, which uh, a lot of people are, you know, not everybody. And I, I think everyone has their own sort of moral qualms with it. But uh, I think if you're guilty of this, uh, you know, me deciding who's guilty um i think you should be forced to take like a improv class and just find out how fucking funny you are or even better yet (laughs) just like just go on a stage and do do five minutes of stand-up and like just i agree i think that that's a a good thing actually aaron klopfer had a tweet about like uh one thing i miss about stand-up comedy is uh 25 year olds that make $200,000 a year bomb in front of an audience and a complete mental breakdowns. There's something to that where people think that they're so fucking funny. And it's like, yeah, do that in front of just like a room of people. See how many fucking laughs you get. And you'll find out pretty quickly that like, yeah, no, what you're doing kind of sucks, you know? Okay, mm-hmm. so the punishment is you have to do your takes in a hostile room, you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Any any room even. Because, well, I think that any room you do those in will typically turn hostile. Yeah. Well, there are like edgelord rooms. Well, or that's, like that's if you're true. in a super that, hot room, you might be able to get away with something that's not that funny. But if you're in a pretty hostile room, true, I don't know, they're not yeah. going to like that you said that about the Rwandan genocide <laughs> or whatever. Well, you know, what I was going to say, too, is I think that even for a lot of these people, I think that their intended audiences, like if you had them in a room watching that, they probably wouldn't even think it's funny because like this person like doesn't even know the first thing about this, what they're doing. So that would be I think that would like bring it all to light. It's not even just like a difference in like political opinion, even at some point. It's just like they don't really like if they can't understand like a POV or a take behind a joke, they're probably just bad at comedy. So these people who like may agree with them are going to see them on stage and like not be laughing because it's like, oh, this isn't yeah. funny. This person. And that, that's like doing. my I think that's my main problem with it is like when you dress it up as something that it's not. And it's just like hiding behind the wall of like, oh, it's just jokes. And it's like, but like you're you're putting out a point of view that's like easily deconstructible. But when I have to deconstruct it, then people are like, oh, well, you're, you're ruining the joke or whatever. And it's just like, but it's it's not like, mm. I don't know. It's it's a clusterfuck. It's a good punishment uh, for sure. It would definitely punish, and in that visceral way where it you're ashamed by a large crowd and it hurts exactly. you inside in a way that most people don't know about. But uh, you know, to continue, 
the idea, though. I think although although it works as a punishment, it does expose uh, uh, another reality, which is that most good tweets on Twitter are also not jokes, even if they're supposed to be. And if you said them as a yeah. joke, you also would not get anything from it because it turns out like white people be using loofahs isn't really anything at the end of the day. Right. I, th- I think it's, <laughs> that I think is it's true. more a punishment yeah. for those people than for those tweets. Like I would not expect, well, that's actually a thing I might do is just go on stage and read a bunch of my tweets like dryly. But uh, no, it, it, yeah, like not yeah, like, to, to weed them out. Yeah, exactly. Oh, or just yeah. like imagine drill on stage, just like killing <laughs> it, you know, where he's just, <laughs> That is good. I put my ass in my shit and I said, this is a service animal. Genius. All right. Next, next one. And he's <laughs> booking Carnegie Hall. Absolutely you know, genius. Um, I mean, look, yeah. I mean, if so, you've ever seen like a famous comedian, they don't do like very different stuff than that. That's true. <laughs> when it gets to the point where you don't have to try anymore, there's, there's a lot of Twitter drafts just being read. Hey, uh, real quick, not to fucking stop the energy here, but I realize we're not, we don't have Craig in here. Oh, Alex, can, is it recording on your end? Where's for, Craig? I can get him in here real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, mine's rec- I'm recording on Audacity. Just, a, Phew. just okay. as a backup, I will. It's just and, a backup. Uh, it's a backup. The bot is called Craig? Yeah, I don't know why that is. You I don't named know why. It the probably bot? stands. No, it, someone else named it. Someone did. They should have given it more of a rope. I don't like when the when the lines are blurred. This is just what Grant was saying, but with with what makes a man <laughs> with as robots opposed to a machine. <laughs> Hell yeah! Is uh, back. He's, he's here. here. Yeah. I never know if he's here now. I live in fear. <laughs> so uh, we'll take it from here again, Zwick. Cut that little part out. So if you haven't listened to Thought Cops before, every week we investigate the Internet's outrage-inducing news stories, and then we sentence each perpetrator to a cruel and often quite unusual punishment. So actually, I thought this would be appropriate. We have an anime-related story this week. Oh, boy. So Play the music. <laughs> uh, Zwick, play the uh, Attack on Titan theme. <laughs> All right. So I, I woke up. <laughs> I, I woke up to this tweet, and I had to go to the account like five times just to make sure that it wasn't a parody account. Like this person wasn't oh, using yeah. this name and had a check mark and was doing a bit. So Eric Trump on Twitter a couple days ago, he tweeted out: "Google is once again trying to manipulate Americans. Type mob or mobs into Google <laughs> and see what comes up." Do the same on any other search engine. Hashtag nothing to see here. So he screenshots. He has a Google search for mob. Then he has a uh, Yahoo search, a Bing search, and a DuckDuckGo search for mob. And, you know, obviously, this is a very normal thing to do. Just just wake up and Google <laughs> the word mob. Well, you want to make sure all of the search engines are working. Right. right. And, and, we and all do be, it. And to be clear, mob a mob is not a... Uh, a, a a partisan issue mobs come from all sides of the political spectrum so i don't really know what he was trying to prove here uh that big human activity (laughs) forming a mob getting your friends heading down to the town square he's just googling friends (laughs) Uh, which i I guess on google probably bring up the show friends because all the other search engines showed pictures of large angry mobs but on google if you search mob it is uh, immediately nothing but <laughs> nothing but pictures of the anime Mob Psycho, <laughs> which, again, I, I 
I, I had to do that. I was like, rubbing my eyes and blinking and rubbing you're, my eyes and blinking. You're right. There's um there's something to how he worded it. That's like uh, it, it reminds me of like uh, one of my uh, one of my friends in college printed out a bunch of pieces of paper and like stuck them around the walls um, uh, of like just different people's dorms and stuff like that. Stuck up all these papers and it said like uh, it was this thing that was like trying to get people to go vegan. And it's like, do you want to know the real spin on meat? Go to meatspin.com. And it has that same like <laughs> intonality of like type mob or mobs into Google and watch what comes up. And it's like, this is a, a joke. Right? This is a ploy. You're trying yeah. to get me to do something stupid, right? But it's not. It's just him being a fucking moron. Doctors hate him. Type in mob <laughs> into Google and see what happens. <laughs> And I love how, like, at first, all the responses were just like QAnon freaks who were just like, yeah, this is clearly a conspiracy. They're trying to cover it up. And it's like, why the fuck would they be covering it up with screenshots from an anime of all things? Yeah, the it's CEO like, of Alphabet is like, don't let them know what a mob is. That's the <laughs> like, first step. Once they know what it is, they're going to be doing it. <laughs> like, all you had to do is literally think about it for three full seconds and then realize what's going, what, what happened here. It's so like at this point, all the responses to the tweet are just like, it's nothing but people who are just saying like, it's just nothing but anime recommendations. Like, oh, oh you, you got to watch Jojo. Oh my God. One Piece is coming out this week. It's just like, everybody's like recommending anime to Eric Trump for some reason, as if he's, as if he is a. Uh, as if going, he's not already watching, right? I, I mean, you have to, you have to imagine Baron has given him some good racks. Absolutely. Right. You know what? The corporations are trying to censor the truth. Google Hero Academia. And see what comes up. <laughs> That's not a building. Oh my god. Yeah. So I mean, this is. I mean, I think I think that's also a suitable punishment. Is uh, Weeaboo Eric Trump? You know, get him. Uh, he's like, all right. Season two was a lot better than season one of Mob Psycho. Season two had a lot more heart and even more action. So I'm really looking forward to when season three comes out and see what's going to bring the table. Speaking of uh, bringing things to the table, this is another like weird Twitter fucking snafu. I'm sure everyone's seen it at this point, but like fucking. Uh, this Adam Carolla tweet, which I'm about to read loud, which is uh, as soon yes. as it loads. More, yes. Amer- more American males now wear bracelets than eat stew. Yeah. So can- Adam Carolla, yeah, he's a he's like a right leaning guy, right? He, or he's a libertarian yeah. or something. He's uh, yeah, he's, he, he's, he's a classical man. <laughs> he has a whole show about it. <laughs> the Adam Carolla show. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's uh, he, he's doing one of those like Dennis Prager like hashtag canceled events or something like that. Oh with, yeah, like, and he has a, a movie Prager, coming out ben called Shapiro, Adam Carolla, and like Dave Rubin all did like a fucking event about getting canceled. And he's got a movie coming out called what No Safe Spaces. God, could you imagine you're live in the audience and you got Adam Carolla and Daniel Prager? Hey, I, I've told this story on the show before. Famous hot pockets chunk. Oh boy! <laughs> so I, I, uh, I had a friend drag me to a uh, a Dave Rubin stand up show. Oh, Let, me hell yeah. Let me tell you, not Dave good. Rubin do stand up. Oh yeah, he started off as a stand up, and then he started getting into the political shit, and he's good at neither. He found was- out video essays make a lot more money. <laughs> 
More or less. It was atrocious. And like, it wasn't even political. It was like, it was like just like jokes that he would be telling, like while Soprano season one was airing, like he clearly didn't like edit anything for the modern times. He like, what what would Yoda sound like if he was giving a blowjob? Jesus. Just awful. What would he sound like? Makes you wonder. Yeah, it might go a little something like this. Uh, so Adam Carolla here, he's he's bringing in some new bits. At least at least this is something. This is something current. You know, he says more right. American males now wear bracelets and eat stew. What? That's probably true. Like we we talked about like the POV and a take for a joke, and I truly don't know what it is here. Just like from I, a science perspective, very hard to quantify either of these <laughs> individual groups. <laughs> There's incredible overlap in the bracelet and stew communities. I don't know. I just like here's the, beauty the thing: of it is there is no second sentence, though, right? There's no like, right. no, if, no. If you want to see where masculinity is, it's just more American males wear bracelets <laughs> than eat stew. I mean, honestly, the the rest, we all know what I'm talking about. I played a cartoon pig on TV. (laughs) Like this would have played really good as a drill tweet. Yeah, (laughs) it's actually really good. Do you think he's going for the uh, for the fucking like perspective? I mean, I, I, I think that what he's trying to go for here is like male, like masculinity now is like not the same as it used to be. A lot of men are more feminine than they used to be. <laughs> I just and don't, I don't understand the examples because like, I feel like bracelets on men might've been like a poignant point during like the early two thousands when everyone was listening to like my chemical romance and shit. And it's like, what's with all these men like wearing bracelets and painting their nails and stuff. Now yeah, like get those spikes off your wrist and put on a classic time piece. Yeah, like is is there a is there an epidemic of men wearing bracelets that he feels like he needs to rag on? And furthermore, what's the thing with eating stew? Is eating stew inherently inherently masculine? Is that Look, a thing? We're that, all like, men here. Jesus. You know how it feels when you be eating stew. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know how good it feels. You feel that down in your bones. Hey, you want to get that? You want to get Women that nice and hot? Yeah, yeah. Well, the heat is a big part of it because if you're having a clam chowder. You might as well. You might as well go go to the go to the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory right now because you're mm-hmm. an Irish immigrant in 1885, and you're feeding your whole family. That's what? how it feels to eat clam chowder. I'm from Boston. I can say it. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, I can say. Uh, hey, I know a lot of people are going to give me a lot of a lot of guff for that, but get in the Triangle Shirtwaist. All fire. right, all right. Hey, we'll we'll leave it in. We'll leave it in. Which is now owned by NYU. Did you know that? That's weird. No. That building is owned by NYU and they have like classes in it and stuff. So like I don't again, like I, I don't think any of us like I'm like all the replies here, like no no one knows what the fuck he's talking about. Right. One of one of the replies I see right now says, What does this even mean? So good point. So, <laughs> someone said, Adam, I'm eating a bracelet right now. <laughs> I actually like this tweet. If you don't get carried away and then hurt your brain trying to figure out what the point is, it is an excellent observation that cannot be proven either way. (laughs) It's real big brain stuff. It just, it it takes you back. I also, I like, I don't know if he did this on purpose, but there's like a weird portion of the tweet where he hit the space bar like two or three times. I saw that. And it's, al- it's almost like 
like, do you think he meant for that to be like an awkward pause? Like as no. if he were speaking that online or was it just like a massive fuck up? Because no, like, I think the cadence of more American males now wear bracelets than eats too versus more American males now wear bracelets. Then he'd still. It's like, it's <laughs> well, you like know what happened is he genius. dropped the spoon. He dropped the spoon onto the space bar <laughs> in between huge, meaty bites. <laughs> That's just how it comes out, man. And, and when you're in that zone, you just send that shit. Oh, God. Yeah, Stu I, I tweet. <laughs> so, Stu, oh, is this what Soupgate was about? Remember, somebody asked us about Soupgate. I do, and I still don't know what Soupgate is. Expose, expose the lies. I don't know. It just these anyone know because I can't lead us through this. I don't know. (laughs) Like people, people just send us these awful fucking things, and they're like, "Hey, thought cops, what is this? Can you talk about it on the next episode?" And it's like, now I have to Google Soupgate. Thanks a lot, asshole. Thanks for listening. Yeah, fuck you. Fuck you. (laughs) Don't. Hold your soup gate over our heads because we're not smart enough to know about it. Right, <laughs> it's true. Uh, uh, so I would say uh, I would say a good punishment here is uh, you know what uh, you, you know gender nonconformity traditional gender roles. Let's throw them out the window. Hey, I say it's okay to wear a bracelet and eat stew. I also yeah. I agree with that a hundred percent. Don't feel like you're pigeonholed into doing one or the other. They're both wonderful acts of expression. I'm wearing a bracelet right now because I uh, my hair got long and I like to do a little ponytail and then flop my hair around on my, on, on my neck. Hell yeah. And Alex, I gotta ask, what kind of stew are you sipping on? Oh, um, <laughs> it's a three bean chili. Mm. And uh, I've gotten a lot of pushback on this. A chili does count as a stew. I would agree. I would agree. I don't I don't care enough to disagree. There's got to be like a furious debate about this somewhere on the internet. I am going to Google that. A hot dog is not a sandwich. <laughs> Who cares? Uh, Get a hot dog. Watch, right watch now. video essays. Chili stew is. All right. I could have phrased this better. Oh, okay. Wait, no. <laughs> wait, this does come up. There's a whole article called Is Chili a Stew? on the cook fill and, and here's the quote that google's giving me stew is defined as a combination of solid food ingredients cooked in liquid and served in a gravy whereas a soup in soup meat is boiled within the stock of water that's used as a base by this definition chili is most assuredly a stew oh oh got him i'm trying to see if i can find a video by saying i actually surprisingly can't this is our this is our oh this is our in this is that <laughs> It's blue water. We have to strike now. Speaking of uh, striking now. um, This could be anything. uh, (laughs) Do you guys guys, uh, smell uh, what's cooking? Speaking of uh, stew. Because I I smell uh, bacon is my segue into this bit. Did you all see this, uh, this tweet from the Boston Police Patrolman's Association? Yep. I did not. What was it? Oh, it's great. I linked it in the chat. It's uh, <laughs> so the worst cropped photo of Ace Hardware pops up on my timeline multiple times. It's like it's blurry. It's grainy. It's just it's like 30p. Yeah. And it, it, it looks terrible, but I keep seeing it pop up and I'm like Ace Hardware. Who gives a fuck about Ace Hardware? And it's it's this fucking police account. And so I'm interested. So I'm reading. And I, it says, sadly, 
Zwick, toss, uh, toss Moonlight Sonata in in the background of this. I want this to be sad. Take it off the YouTube version so we don't get pulled. Yeah. Well, no, no, actually, it's it's not. Uh, it's too old to be copyrighted, so I don't think it All will right. get pulled. But if it does, you know that that's YouTube at work. Um. Anyway, sadly, one of our officers had a bad experience at Ace Hardware Store in Alston today. While in the store, an employee stated, "Quote: I smell bacon." End quote. When the officer asked for an apology, he was told there'd be none. In response, items purchased were returned and a customer lost. What? What yeah. does this... He, what? <laughs> Is this a poem? I know less about the world than before you told me this story. <laughs> <laughs> was there bacon? I, Did the I guy don't... admit he was just talking to him? Is, is this a thread? It's like it's just one tweet. So like this guy, there was a cop in an Ace Hardware and the employee was giving him a hard time for being a cop, being a pig, as it were. So right. this uh, the Judging Boston police. Blue light. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> so they uh, they you know, they went on. They they added Ace Hardware here. So Ace Hardware was <laughs> their Their notifications were blowing up. <laughs> the health <They're>, place. <laughs> Oh, they a lot of people want hardware today. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, there's so, been a tragedy in Austin. So, yeah, they uh, they were they were putting them on blast. And all the responses here were pretty much uh, no one gives a fuck. I just I can't get over like this photo that they tweeted out of just the front of an Ace Hardware and like only the logo, only the sign that's in front. And it's like this could this could be any you probably pulled this off of Google. Like, like they posted this thinking like people are going to know that it's real because we've posted a photo of the Ace hardware and it's just a a photo of the fucking logo. Like the photo is blowing my goddamn mind right now. Just staring at it. It's weird. Doesn't it kind of feel like from the photo that Ace Hardware and the Boston police have a corporate partnership and they're like, yeah, you got to give us some tweets. And they're like, how do we make this work for us? Disrespect in Austin. Jesus. We have a picture in there. They'll be happy with that. I like there's even a response here. It says, uh, somebody says, even as a Blue Lives Matter supporter, that's just funny, lol. <laughs> <laughs> or like after the guy got his feelings hurt and he was walking out of the Ace Hardware, he turned around and took a photo of, again, only the logo. It's because his hands were back. shaking. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? What was he buying? Usually when you're buying hardware, it's like something you need to do. Right. <laughs> this the, the boycott to start here is ridiculous. <laughs> he, he was buying a pallet of bricks to hide at a protest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I'm not fixing the hole in my ceiling. I was disrespected abroad. My wife is going to be furious about this. Fine. I guess my I guess my house will just flood. That's fine. I don't, I don't need. <laughs> Looks like I'm not getting high on paint today. <laughs> I don't grant you had a you had a funny post the other day about if uh, one of us got harassed at a too cool uh, <laughs> Japanese outlet store. Yeah, and uh, in response, Keyblades purchased were returned and a customer lost. <laughs> oh God, yeah, I don't know. I guess Ace uh, offered an apology to the Boston Police Patrolman's <laughs> Association, which was just like. A, a single employee. How many people do you think fucking work for Ace Hardware that like, yeah, it represents your company, but Jesus Christ, this is like 
hearsay, stupid, whiny bullshit. Like, you go out in the street and you shoot minorities that don't have guns. And someone said, I smell bacon. Or better yet, that fucking Officer Karen that was crying about she got her McDonald's breakfast a little longer than 30 seconds. Like, fucking crocodile. Is that another story? Yeah, that was a a a McDonald's tragedy. That was a couple weeks ago. There was a a police woman, quote unquote, that uh, we we covered it on the show. It's she she made like a TikTok video in her car crying about the fact that a McDonald's employee took too long to get her her breakfast. It was three months ago. Okay, a couple weeks ago, three months ago, whatever. Thanks to Ionet. It Runner it, it, it's all the same. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> she wasn't even a cop. He remembers it better than I do. I don't fucking listen to this show. Um, and she was like crying. She was in tears because the McDonald's employees got her her breakfast too long. And she's like, "What? I just I don't know. It's so unsafe out here." And it's like, shut the fuck up. Antifa shooting people everywhere. They're 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 in your McDonald's. They're in your Ace Hardware. They're not really doing anything to you, but the way they're doing it is very disrespectful. Yeah, the tone of voice. <laughs> we must take back oh, our streets. God. So yeah, what's the punishment here? I wonder. Uh something with smelling bacon. I can't. I can't even think. I'm so infuriated about this. The the police. They gotta. The police gotta wear a bracelet. There we go. Now yes. they gotta wear a bracelet. Make them oh, rethink boy. some stuff. The police have to have a bacon cook-off, but they're not allowed to eat any of it. And they should have a, Ace Hardware should have an IKEA-style cafeteria where they sell bacon. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But they can't put the bacon in a stew. Right. There's a yeah. lot of specific rules in this punishment, and it will be thorough. It, yeah, it always is. Laws and bylaws. <laughs> Uh, Grant, do we have anything else to talk about here, or should we move on to um, kind of wrap me, it up here? Let me check this fresh list because okay. uh, we're at over an hour. Yeah, that's probably about good. I mean, a, a gender reveal party, which we've talked about. Uh, we, we touched on that a little bit already. Burned down an entire fucking portion of the country. Uh, Evergreen story comes up every three weeks. <laughs> basically, yeah. <laughs> True, that's, true. That's really the only other thing that I think that's worth covering this episode. Okay. I think we're good. All right, Zwick, cut that part out. All right, I'll cut back in here. And let's do something a little more positive here. Uh, key to the city. Let's talk about something cool we saw. Uh, my key to the city this week goes to Gerald Stratford on Twitter. Uh, it's uh, Gerald Strat for three. It's this old man in Oxford, England, who just grows these big vegetables and takes pictures with them. Like there's this one. He's uh, now. What shall I do with this big boy's celery? There's another one. He's just holding like giant radishes. Him and his wife are holding gigantic carrots. Uh, just just seems like a real like uh, just you know. Um, uh, Twitter is obviously hell. It's toxic. And then you come across an account like this where you're like, yeah, this is this is nice, you know. And like somebody somebody drew him like a cartoon of him holding the giant celery boy. So yeah, my key to the city this week goes to Gerald Stratford. Keep making those big celery boys, and uh, you know, doing what you're doing. I want, I, if I, hey, make me a big tomato. I want to take a big bite out of it. Sprinkle some salt on it. Yeah, that sounds pretty good to me. Uh, Alex, what's your key to the city this week? Something cool, good, nice you saw. Um, I don't know. I found I followed a few. I've started just like. There's a part of you that when, when you when you get into like Twitter and uh, uh, social media wants to resist the normie accounts 
you mm-hmm. know, because you want to mm-hmm. be like a cool, respectable uh, uh, individual. But I've gone the other way with it, and I've started just following things like on Reddit, eye bleach or or whatever. That's just photos of dogs hugging and stuff like that. And uh, you know, yeah. you find out the West Coast is burned down, but then you see uh, marsupial <laughs> become a new friend, and maybe that helps you out a little bit. Maybe that helps I, you make it to the end of the week. Yeah, I saw a video of a uh, a turtle and an alligator swing past each other in a river, and it looked like they were giving each other a high five. Good stuff. All right. Classic. I think I and saw for, that one. That's how on these I am. <laughs> and for five seconds, I forgot about my pain. <laughs> you know, it's just me and then all of the cops who've been vaguely disrespected in public just trying to get that vibe. So Grant, what do you got for us? Or no, we're still here, sorry. Yeah, my uh, I was scrolling through my phone so I could find out uh, what my uh, two minutes of uh, love this week is, as as you call it, the, the key to the city, uh, colloquially. Um, I, it, it, this is like... This is like normie, hacky, like us gushing bullshit sort of thing. But uh, since we've been talking about like things that are sort of keeping us sane through the pandemic, uh, I, I guess my key to the city goes to Come Town, the podcast. Um, really? Yeah. Like, I feel like there's so much comedy content that's out there that's like either TV shows or podcasts or movies or whatever. Where I watch this stuff that's supposed to be comedy and I sit there just fucking straight faced, you know? There's so many movies that are supposed to be funny and I, I don't laugh at them and a lot of TV shows that are supposed to be funny and I just sort of like smirk every once in a while if something's like clever. But like oh, you do one of those like nasal things like Yeah. I, I exhale loudly through my nostrils. Um and that that's like good enough. But like I've been listening to a lot of like come town clips lately and it's it's been getting me through because it's one of those things where like I stop and laugh out loud. It like everything that they do, like they're very, they're all very funny. They're all very talented. And, you know, talking about things that are like uh, just fucking like, you know, getting you through and like giving you a little bit of a glimmer of happiness through the fucking uh, apocalyptic hell that we're all living through is just like, yeah, it's like a legitimately funny thing there. And I laugh out loud. It's like the I bleach subreddit, but for impersonations of Michael Douglas, you're saying? <laughs> exactly yeah i would say yeah like podcasts I'm, I'm kind of the same where i'm always like i don't know if i'm not laughing because i'm depressed or shit sucks and like or the movie's just not funny but then it's like i'll listen to uh come town or doughboys or whatever podcasts and i'm like oh this is funny yeah okay the world is not just not funny there is some funny stuff right and i yeah it's uh it's, you know it's the little things exactly yeah there's funny stuff out there i've seen it you just, you just gotta dig for it uh and this week's thought cops word of the week grant i'll let you take this one uh this thought cops word of the week is the word goofed i've been using it as a replacement for the word fucked for kind of a while I, possibly up to a year at this point uh but not so much it, it was sort of like a gradual a gradual shift of me going from oh that's fucked to Oh man, that's goofed. And over time, I've been using it more and more. And I've been using it so much that the entire Discord, uh, the Thought Cops Discord, which you should all be a part of, uh, has been using it. And we even have a, a, a fucking goofy emoji for when things are goofed. And you can use goofed in any sort of way. Um, 
for instance, uh, Goobar, you know, goofed up beyond recognition or oh, beyond any wow. recognition. You know, you can Goobar. you can use it any any sort of uh, any sort of sense that you would use the word fuck. Just put the word goofed. It's it's so much funnier. Goof my wife, please. <laughs> Yahoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Visually, I'm imagining Goofy having sex. It yeah. is the funniest thing. I've ne- you know what? Never thought of it before, and I will be spending some time in the future dedicated to it. I mean, Max had to come from somewhere, you know. Oh yeah, that's true. Although they, they always have oh, Max's wow. mother as a very straightforward character, and that that makes you wonder even more. True. Uh, so before we get to our final segment, our listener voicemails, uh, now for the plugs. Alex, uh, lay it all out. Um, well, you guys mentioned both of my podcasts. Thank you for having me. Ballin' Out Super is a comedy anime podcast, and Hot Damn America is a comedy politics podcast, and I'm on both of them, and I'm just recording podcasts day in and day out. I also... M- uh, have a third one dropping at the end of the month. It's going to be more scripted stuff. More details on that to come. Okay. But yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. P-T-A-K Jokes. And I'll put just every old thing on there. Yeah, you know, I was actually thinking, I know uh, we started following each other on Twitter because uh, I think someone we both know uh, was like, hey, I know two podcasters who are in Japan right now. And he tagged the two of us. And I think we just started following each other. Huh. And I guess we were in Japan at the same time in uh, April 2019. Yeah, I was good. I was going to bring that up. Yeah, I was there on my honeymoon, and they were like, "Come meet up with these podcasters." And I was like, "I won't." Oh I'm yeah, look at all his pictures, dude. We should have done that. Damn. I, well, I no, I shouldn't have fucking been on your honeymoon. What am I? What am I no, saying? You should have been there, man. <laughs> Get out of here. You're one of the golden memories of my life. I swear. But uh, <laughs> no, you seemed like you were really getting into the weeb stuff. I didn't get around to, and I was following. Oh, yeah. your, your, your oh, yeah. travels. Yeah, I went by myself, so uh, you know, little little different. Well, my wife is now fully weebified, and we just watched the JoJo live action movie. Oh, how was that? Absolutely insane pacing wise. <laughs> Can't recommend it enough. Uh, perfect like thing to leave on in the background of a bar kind of film. Ten out of ten. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I believe we put Grant to sleep. Oh, I'm sorry. No, Grant. I'm, there's still I'm another here. segment. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Sorry. No, go, uh, continue with the podcast. Let's hit those listener voicemails. If you want to give us a call, it's 312-788-7361. Or you can always send us an audio file at thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Let's hit it. Hey, Kevin, I was wrong. It's not that Maze Castle is bad. It's just that the entire first season of Yuaga Show is uh, not very good, except for like the rescue Yukina art. So I just want to clear that up. All right. Talk to you later. All right, man. So, yeah, we got this is uh this is a uh, OJJ. Uh, is it OJJ? OJJ. Oh, yeah. It's this guy. You're a meshy. You're a meshy. No, we almost did. We almost did a separate podcast about Yu Yu Hakusho together. He ended up doing it on his own. And we got into a little argument on Twitter about what the uh about ranking their favorite yu yu hakusho arcs uh grant if you could uh, take a caffeine pill and stay awake for this one i'm here we, i'm yeah okay grant so this guy's telling right. me he said may's castle sucks unbelievable 
And I was like, dude, Maze Castle is the first time you get to see the four main characters team up together and showcase all their abilities while fighting off against four unique, quote unquote, boss characters. I remember Maze Castle being very good. I want to say it is on the record. It's, it's not, you know, it's not Dark Tournament. It's not Chapter Black, but it's a great, you know, that's a great taste. Excuse me. Grant. What? You know, just forget it. Let's just move well, on. What I think Grant is saying is that although Yu Yu Hakusho has its high points with tournament arcs, they do so many tournament arcs, it kind of loses the impact. And Maze Castle is a is a aberration from that. And that's why it sticks out so much. And it's right. such a favorite of all of us here on the show. Exactly. And Grant, I know you have some words to say about the Three Kings arc being yet another tournament arc in which Kuwabara is left out. I'm not going to lie. I just yawned three times and that wasn't like me acting. That was just me legitimately yawning. Three Kings is what I call the New Testament. Mm-hmm. Three Kings arc. <laughs> he's one one guy, but he's three kings. Yeah. Let, how about one. this? Uh, let's let's put a put away just childish things and talk about our favorite arc from the Bible. Yes. Um, OK. M- my three favorite arc is, is pretty uh, good. <laughs> mine is Easter. Easter, the, e- the Easter arc. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like the desert saga. Ooh, that is a, that. I mean, that's a fan favorite, right? I the my, androids. My favorite. Good. Um, my favorite is it's either the book of Genesis or the the book of Deuteronomy. Is the the story of Onan the Deuteronomy arc? The Deuteronomy arc. Uh, I think it's Genesis though. Uh. The story of Onan, who was uh, his, it's this weird, it's like one of the weirdest stories in the fucking Bible. Uh, God tells Onan to his, his brother died and left no familial heir. And so God tells Onan like, hey, go fuck your sister-in-law. You need to have, she needs to have an heir so that she can like pass down her land and shit like that. And so Onan's like, Okay, yeah, I'll fuck my sister, or whatever. So he's he's fucking Here I sister, go. <laughs> and he's he's doing it and he's he's doing a pretty good job. And nice. Like in the middle of it, he's like, Oh, but when when she gives birth, it will not be my son. It will be my my dead brother's son from like the point of a law from like a law standpoint, from a legal standpoint, it'll be it won't be my child. So in the heat of passion, he pulls out and he spills his seed all over the ground. And God gets what displeased. The fuck? God gets displeased with Put Onan, that and he, back in there. And he what lights is this, him Evangelion? and he lights him on fire and kills him <laughs> as punishment. <laughs> it's it's the funny. weirdest and one of the greatest stories in the entire Bible. What the, what's you're the saying, one uh, where I'm, I'm, if you're a Bible guy? What's the one I've remembered this from school, and I can't tell if it's a dream or not. Where God gets these two daughters to like get their dad drunk and then get them pregnant. Oh yeah. That's like the story of lot. I think people attribute that to be like Moses or no other like, Oh, Moses got drunk. But it's, it's like the guy's name is lot L O T. Yeah. That guy's a dirty dog. I just had this flashback to when I was a kid where my mom was like trying to get me interested in like the Bible and Christianity. And she's like, you know, Jesus is my last boss. I was like, okay, <laughs> mom. Yeah. Looking in your resume here, um, I'm going to need some more details about this boss, uh, your work history with him. 
Well, I just imagine, I just imagine like swinging Jesus around in circles from his cape and throwing him into a large bomb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, let's hit the next voicemail here. This is the Discord news for this week. In hashtag lifts, I a podcaster reported that the people working out in the park in the morning are mostly weirdos. When asked to define weirdos, he said Jews, but quickly clarified that they were wearing their hats. He then added that he lives in a Jewish neighborhood, which he purely did to brag about how much money he is making. The question of why he labeled them as weirdos is yet to be answered. Sad news to report this week, as Gluteus Maximus Enjoyer 1605 has reverted to a white name. He plans on re-upping his Patreon pledge in a year so he can enjoy the three new Firebro episodes that will be out by then. In hashtag RealPolitics, Sleep Sign turned to defending Notorious Manchild and Retard MovieBob once again. After being called out for it, he expressed pride in defending the Retard MovieBob and even demanded to be let on the podcast to debate Grant about it. Responses included debate these nuts and debate my chicken balls. Hashtag Normie Safe Space was attacked by Gluteus Maximus Enjoyer 1605 this week after a discussion about Starbucks started. He was told to frick off, to which he replied, yes emoji. Sleep Science tried to talk about the racist roots of that emoji, only to be reaction bombed with said emoji, <laughs> setting a new record for most reactions to a post. Oh In hashtag God. the Food Network, everybody debated about what is a keto and said they were doing keto. The good news is that Discord News is keto. Oh, that's good. The main no, topic good. of discussion in hashtag Game Americans has been something about a Mario game remaster for what feels like months now. <laughs> it was hard to care about what's being talked about because I'm not playing Mario games since I'm not a child anymore. On a similar note, a group of 30-year-old males complained about the cancellation of a cartoon in hashtag visual media. The millennials are at it once again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and finally... Firecloud stopped resisting arrest and accepted his fate as Cheater Poppy. Yes. Also this week's obituary, Cheater Poppy, (laughs) a.k.a. Firecloud, a.k.a. Granddad, died. Cause of death, relentless bullying by us. This week's Discord news has been presented to you by Gluteus Maximus Enjoyer 1605 and IO Podcaster. Oh, that's the only news I need. Thanks, boys. That was uh, that was something else. Once again, rest in peace. That Twitter account has a lot of money to be funding the news. Yeah, but it's, you know, it's it's a non-skewed, uh, you know, there's, you know, they don't have, they're not, they're not Team Kevin, Team Grant. They're just telling them like it is. No spin. Exactly. Hey, listen. <laughs> that, anybody right. get a headache from that? I don't know what that was. on these voicemails? I guess, yeah. That was, was like I was that in was, the voicemail. That was the cheater himself left that. Yes, so he he is risen. Ah, look, just my favorite uh, my favorite arc of the Bible. <laughs> he uh, an Easter arc reference. Hmm. He still has not sent us that uh, that video of him eating a pumpkin, and oh, uh, and he has not learned to play guitar. So uh, okay, a lot of room to improve from yeah. that guy. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we, maybe, maybe next time. Maybe next time, some actual speaking on the next voicemail. <laughs> yeah, maybe. He leaves good voicemails. He should have left one this time. <laughs> Alright. I know that we all collectively soy face and immediately pre-ordered that Mario 3D collection. Yeah. But it's kind of bogus how it's it's a limited run. 
Um, they're doing that Disney Vault shit. Um, that's not cool. Like, I'm, don't get me wrong. I'm still going to buy it and still going to enjoy it. But I don't like this president this is sending, like, digital and physical in the release. Like, what the fuck? Like, eat shit Nintendo as I willingly pay 60 plus dollars for an upscale version of three games. Okay. Okay, so listen, I apologize to Gluteus Maximus Enjoyer who left us that Discord news bit. But yes, we have been arguing about the new Mario 3D All-Stars because, as you all remember, the original Super Mario All-Stars was a remake of the original three Super Mario Brothers games. Now we hear news that there is a Super Mario 3D All-Stars, all the great 3D adventures that Mario has gone on. And we thought, oh, are we going to get to see a, a full-on HD remake of Super Mario 64 and Super Mario Sunshine? No. They just brought some of the games. Grant, wake the fuck up. This is important. Could you people just play the video games and, like, be happy that you're playing the video games and, like, having fun and just, like, just like, yay, we, I'm a little plumber, man. I'm running around. I'm jumping on people's heads. We, yay, fun. You know we can't do that, Grant. It's... It, it could have been better. It could have been better. Everything could be better. My life could be better. It's not, but it I could be. Part of, the, part of the reason it fucking hit so hard is because I'm sitting in my little room every day and waiting for the fucking virus to pass and the world to stop being orange. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll get to play a remake of Super Mario Galaxy in 4K or whatever the hell. And they gave us the same game with widescreen aspect ratio. And yes, it's in HD. Okay, yes, I'm going to play it again. I love Super Mario Galaxy, but it could have been better. Doesn't Nintendo know how depressed I am? Why don't you just get glasses or contacts and then it'll be better? What? I Why do wear you care those. about these things? I I can't even find it in like I can't even find it in myself to play video games anymore. Let alone yeah. fucking just like care about what uh, the the internal politics of what Nintendo is doing currently with their business model. All joking aside, you need glasses, Kevin. <laughs> it's getting out of hand. I uh, see the world. My eye doctor is shut down. So I guess I'm just going to be blind and playing Super Mario 64 and 720p. Yeah, I tried to see my eye doctor. He's too busy wearing bracelets to see me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, let me just say, uh, if I see my doctor wearing a bracelet, I'm turning around and leaving. I got to say, you see uh, your eye doctor eating stew, you sit in the chair. Yeah. Get ready to open your eyes. I gotta say, while while we're busy uh, rehashing old shitty jokes, um, how come it's just coming to me now, Kevin? You mentioned the the world is orange. How come no one's blamed Donald Trump for the world being orange? Of course he no, did I, it. No, has actually, the, uh, has someone no, said actually, that? Yeah, Alex's yeah, well, co-host, Jake Flores. Oh, yeah, fuck. I saw a bunch of people actually say it all independently at the same time. But it's oh, it's a it. great minds situation. It really must be, yeah. Well, because so he's orange and the sky is orange. Yeah, he's yes. like a little Cheeto man. Orange sky bad. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, let's wrap it up there. Alex, thanks a ton for coming on the show, man. I yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for having me. This is a Thursday to remember. It's a Thursday for the books. You heard it here. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, if you want to support the show, throw us a few bucks, get some bonus content. 
Uh, hit us up over at patreon.com slash thoughtcops. And like I said, if you want to leave us a voicemail of your own, give us a call 312-788-7361 or send us an email audio file thoughtcopspodcast at gmail.com. Catch you next time. Bye. Cheers.